Hello and welcome to How About Them Huskers. My name is Will Nota Francesco, and I am joined, as always, by my grandpa, Husker Dan, from Husker Max in the beautiful city of Omaha, Nebraska. Grandpa, how are you doing this uh, early morning? It's 9 o'clock where I am, 10 o'clock where you are. I don't think we've ever recorded this early. <laughs> I'm still in my jammies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, we're we're you and I were pretty, you know. Hey, this is that life is good the last two weeks because we're going to get to talk about a Husker win. But uh, yeah, but I feel like this this is not a moral victory because I don't think that's what Nebraska should be going for. But they played well. Like it was a there were there were a couple spots we need to touch up, but uh, we'll we'll get into that in a second. But I think they overall played pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we did want to talk about Nebraska volleyball real quick. Uh, they did just take down uh, number 14 ranked nationally Penn State uh, on, let's see, Friday, night, on yeah. Friday night. Uh, they they swept them three zip. They won the last set 25-9. Uh, so, and that's and that's not against like a credit team. That's against the 14th best team in the nation in D1. Well, and Penn uh, State too. Yeah, Penn State, yeah. Ross Rose uh, just retired. This is his first year not coaching that team. But, but uh, you know, we got uh, – Caitlin Horde, Horde from Penn State, and she was kind of the difference uh, Friday night. Yeah, I mean, I could I could imagine you definitely be fired up playing against your your own team. Uh, but Nebraska's seven and zero, top of the Big Ten, uh, fifteen and one overall. I mean, it, this team has the. I, I know that John Cook was talking about it before the season began. I totally believed it from what I saw last season. The pieces they kept and the pieces they added as well. That this team can win a national championship. Yeah, uh, it's just it's just going to come to can they win the clutch games in the NCAA tournament? I don't think they're going to have a problem getting into the tournament. Um, they don't no. have that many hard games left on their schedule. Um, but well, yeah, and the, the national champion or the final four is at the CHI Center in Omaha. So yeah, so they get home advantage for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I mean, this is the this if if there's any year to do it, this is the year uh, for for sure. Uh, but let's move into the. Uh, less successful of the Nebraska sports this fall. We'll talk about Nebraska football. Uh, Nebraska lost last night 43-37 to a good Purdue team. Uh, one thing that stood out for me that you wrote down in our interview is that Purdue had a 42 minutes of time of possession to 17 for Nebraska. Insane. That's absolutely it's crazy. Insane. It's crazy. I get Nebraska had a lot of big plays for lots of yards, but – 17 minutes of the ball scoring 37 points in 17 minutes is insane. Like our offense is so efficient. That's one thing I took away from this game. Our offense was really, really efficient in this game. It was answer, 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 answer to everything. Yeah. Uh, we first half, not so much second half. We just were answering to everything. Defense was making some stops. Um, it's just, we, I feel like we kind of dug ourselves into a little bit too deep of a hole. Uh, we almost, I mean, if um I forget who it was, but on there was a fourth and one with three minutes left for Purdue. Coverage yeah. was great. There were a few guys that could have taken Adrian O'Connell. There was one guy that was right there, and Adrian O'Connell just stepped by him and then ran for the first down, uh, which effectively sealed the game for Purdue. Uh, but if we just make that one tackle, yeah, we get the ball back with two minutes. We win left the game. We, we win the game. We go down and win. Yeah, we go down. Their, their defense could not stop us. Uh, I remember last week you and I were talking about how. Purdue would allow 23 points per game. Nebraska just scored 37 on that defense. Yep. So I'm excited about Nebraska's offense. The problem is that we got scored on 
43 points. <laughs> you know how uh, many – here's another – I just – I didn't put this on our script. You know how many plays Penn State – Penn State – Purdue ran last night? You know how many plays? How many? 101. Oh, my gosh. The average for I've, college games I've is like 80. Of, That's I've crazy. Never that. I've never heard of 101 plays in 101 any game plays. at any level. I, I, I'm sure this happened, but – Oh, my that, goodness. That is – um, <laughs> I, had to, I had to read that twice because I, I, yeah, that's that got, I mean, amazing. Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, when you get 42 minutes with the ball in your hands, you're probably going to run a heck of a lot of plays, but still that is insane. Uh, and I mean, Nebraska's run defense got exposed again. No. I am extremely, extremely worried as of right now for when we play Michigan yeah. in a few in, in here in what, like a month, uh, we are going to get shredded shredded because Michigan's defense is way better than Penn's than Purdue's. Uh, and we're just going to get shredded in the run game as of right now. Um, I think we did a good job in the, in the past game. Malcolm Hartsock had another interception yeah. uh, kind of, it was like, it was a good, like over the shoulder catch uh, from, from, a, from a DB, which you don't see that much. Uh, it wasn't a great throw by Adrian O'Connell, but uh, that was Purdue's one turnover the night and it came four minutes into the game. So I mean, I get that it looked at the time like it took away a touchdown opportunity, I guess, because he was, it was in the end zone where the interception was. Uh, Nebraska was not able to capitalize off the turnover, which I think was something that we've definitely struggled with uh, as our offense has been. Like, it was really efficient in this game, but there are some times where you need to, you need to capitalize off other teams' mistakes if you're going to win games, especially against teams that are as good as Purdue. Uh, and it, well, I guess sound. I, I produce produce a good team, but I don't want to act like they're insane. They're right. they're not. We couldn't. Right. We can beat that team. It's just yeah. that we didn't take take um advantage of their mistakes, uh, and they took advantage of our two interceptions and turned them both into scores. So, uh, and, and I mean, you also the uh, we were talking about Trey Palmer a little bit before we come came on. He set the all time school record for uh, receiving yards in a game with uh, what two hundred ninety seven. Or is yeah. that not well, right? Well, no, that's two, 297 that's, all-purpose yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, still just really crazy game from him. And then he has this one – he has this one end-around play, yep. a, a jet sweep for, what, 60 yards or something? Yep, yep. And all we get out of is a field goal. Yeah. Where you have to capitalize on that. Four points – uh, if, a, if that's a four point difference, I, not, well, I guess it is a four point difference, yeah. but like you score a touchdown, you get momentum back too. That's the more important part. Right. And it should have been 37, 44 P yeah, Purdue missed the extra point, which kind of right. kept us in it. But I mean, the, uh, he, at the end of the, at the end of the game, that failure in the red zone really cost us because you have, a six point deficit, you're trying to get the ball back. If you score a two point conversion there and we had had scored the touchdown, it's, I mean, I guess you wouldn't go for two technically, but then if you get the ball back, all you need is a field goal. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, but um, it was, I think it was a good game, but what are your thoughts on, it? I've been talking about this for a little bit, but. Yeah. Uh, just, it was, you know, our predictions last week, I don't I, I, I said, uh, I said, Nebraska 35, 31. And then after we got done with that, I said, what was I thinking? You know, they're, they're averaging, uh, Purdue's averaging 32 points a game on offense and allowing about 22 
23 points a game on defense. So I said, man, I, I really screwed up. I didn't think that, well, I, I, after I, you know, thought it over, I thought, well, we're not going to score that many points. Well, <laughs> we scored 37 on them. <laughs> and they're, uh, they're not a great defensive uh, team, but uh, they're, I think, 69th in the, in the country. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's not like it's a, it's, they're not, they're not a defensive juggernaut. I get that, but yeah, it, it was, it was just amazing. I, I, that's the, the allure I think of college football. It's like, you never know what the heck is going to happen. It is yep. just amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I agree with you about not getting too excited about moral victories because we had nine of those uh, last year. We had yeah, that's a good point. Yep. Nine games by single digits, and only one of them was uh, a two possession game. That was Ohio State. Yep. Uh, so yep. I don't, you know, you're not gonna. Uh, Mickey is not gonna get the job by some attaboys, pats on the back. Gee, you came close. He he has to have wins, and and yeah. it's it's really tough. And then the meat of the schedule is coming up, as you said, with Michigan, and we got Wisconsin. I don't know. Illinois, what do you think of Illinois? They're 6-0, and and they're coming to Lincoln in two weeks. What do you... We'll see. I mean, they're ranked in the top 25. They did just beat a uh, Minnesota team. Who? I mean, Tanner Morgan had a crazy bad day. Uh, yeah. tw- he threw for like 21 yards and two interceptions or something like that. Like, you literally cannot have a worse day as a quarterback. Um, I mean, it, you could throw more, more interceptions, but still, the, you get the point. Uh, I think Illinois is actually a. I mean, they're six and one overall. Is that yeah, six and one overall? Six and oh. Well, they're they're six and one. I think you're right. Yeah, six and one. I forget who they lost to. Let me look at that real quick. Um, but I mean, they're a good they're a good football team. Uh, I will I will definitely give them that three and one in conference. Their only loss is to they lost to Indiana though, which I uh, we talked about that before. They lost Indiana by three in week oh. two of the season. Right. So I don't, I mean, I don't know how, I mean, they've obviously turned it around the, the they've had five straight wins against Virginia Chattanooga. doesn't really count. They only scored 31 points. Their offense is not that explosive. I will say that uh, Nebraska can outscore them. It will just come down to can our defense stop yeah. their run game. And because they love to do power running uh, and, they did it better than Minnesota did last uh, yesterday. They won 26, 14 uh, over a decent Minnesota team. Mo Ibrahim kind of is that team right now uh, is is Minnesota right now. There's not a really a big receiving option there. So uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how, how Minnesota turns out this year to, and then we can really get a sense of what that, if that win actually is significant, but uh, when Illinois comes to Nebraska, I think it's helpful. That's a home game. Uh, and we're, we're going to have a sellout again, I believe. Uh, and, I mean, their offense isn't that explosive. They don't create that many big plays. They can they can score consistently. Their defense is pretty good, uh, for, just, from, just from what I'm looking at here, uh, just their other scores. Um, they have some decent players. I mean, they're, Tommy DeVito transferred in from – Syracuse, I believe, uh, he's their he's their starting quarterback. I, I watched him last year. He is he's pretty good. Uh, Chase Brown is their running back. He has a thousand yards already this season. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, he already has a thousand yards this season. Uh, 
Um, and I mean, I, I don't know. It we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, they allow 26 points per game. Uh, and I mean, Purdue allowed 23 and we scored 37. So take what you want from that. Uh, they're a pretty solid defensive team. Just what can I, what I can see. Uh, but I mean, I don't, it, it's going to be a lot of speculation at this point. I, I think, I think that Nebraska can, this is a game Nebraska can win. They will have to play slightly better than they did last night in order to do so. Uh, I don't know if you agree with me on that, Grandpa, but uh, what are your well, thoughts? I don't know. I, you and I are going to talk more about Illinois next uh, next week, next podcast, I think. Yeah. So yep. um, I want to get back to to Purdue just for a second. Yeah, of course. Prior to coming into last night's game, Purdue, and that's six games, Purdue had allowed only eight plays of 30 yards or more. They were, they were tied for 69th in the, in the country. That's all season. And Nebraska had eight of those plays. They, in other words, they equaled in one game what uh, what uh, uh, Purdue had allowed in the pre- previous six games. Eight plays of 30 yards or more the Huskers had last night. It, it just backs up what you're talking about, the offense. It's just crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, the problem is when you play big teams, you want to be able to hold on to the ball for a little bit just yeah. to give your defense a break. I mean, it's good that you're yep. scoring quickly, yep. but if you're playing like Ohio State or Michigan, you want to keep the ball out of the offensive hands because those offenses will grind clock. Well, at least Michigan's offense will grind clock. We don't play Ohio State this year, thank goodness. Um, the, I mean, in, if we make the Big Ten championship game, we will, but I don't think that's going to happen at the moment because we, we're kind of out of it now unless Purdue loses to uh, a few other teams and we beat Michigan and Iowa, <laughs> which I don't think is happening. I think we can beat Wisconsin, honestly. Wisconsin does not look good. They lost to a pretty poor Michigan State team in double overtime yesterday. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, yeah it's it's kind of nice having the Wisconsin at the bottom of the Big Ten West and Nebraska towards the top. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, it's been a weird year in college football. Kansas is only has two losses and ranks in the top 25. So, I mean, uh, so, uh, yeah. But one one kind of negative thing from from this game, uh, Luke Reimer and uh, Nick Heinrich, yeah. uh, both both yeah. left the game yeah, with with injuries, and that is going to hurt us a lot in in run defense. Those guys would step in and fill fill gaps and uh, really and just make a huge impact there. And I thought they've been playing pretty well this season. They played really well last year, um, and I, I was hoping that they would be able to continue continue what they've been doing already this year even more. Uh, against against some of those better teams as it comes down to crunch time for bowl games and that kind of stuff but uh well and i think a lot of a lot of nebraska's success or lack thereof uh, is you can look at the offensive line and this is last night it was the fourth starting lineup uh that they've had this season for a different one and they they had turner corcoran in there he's played left tackle before ethan piper at left guard uh, Hickson has stayed at center, I think, pretty much most of the season. Yeah, he's been playing uh, pretty well. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he hasn't had too many bad snaps. Then they brought in uh, Henry Latovsky at right guard and Hunter Anthony. They transferred from, I think, Oklahoma State. Yes. Yep. Um, and they they that unit gave up four first half sacks. So, yeah. I mean, it's and you mentioned the two linebackers being out, Reimer and uh, and Henrich. Uh, yeah. It's man, it's really, really difficult to, you know, to keep any kind of continuity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, 
I was reading something. Uh, I forget where I was reading. <laughs> it was a practice report from Wednesday or something like that. And uh, Mickey Joseph was talking about how, or maybe it was uh, maybe it was Whip. Uh, I, I forget who it was. One of the, one of them was talking about the offensive line and how that they weren't where they were, where they needed to be last week, and they got like eaten up. And he was like, okay, like last week we had a bad week of practice. This week we had a really good re- week yeah. of practice. It's still the same result. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you need to be doing differently, but you can't allow four sacks in the first half. That's, I mean, you have the ball for they had the ball for seventeen minutes. Probably, I mean, you give what like two minutes for each two minutes. Well, four sacks would probably take about yeah about two minutes of game time if each play takes about. 30 seconds which that's not true never mind it'd probably be about like a minute but anyway uh you just can't have that happen you can't have four sacks in the first half it's like when they were going over the like whatever the sponsor is for the all of these stupid sponsors was like the progressive champions mindset or whatever like they have to have it somehow related to whatever company that's paying them billions of dollars to advertise this but basically it's like the keys to the game uh, that that uh, Big Ten Network did, and one of them for Nebraska was protect Casey Thompson, and they didn't do it, and we lost. So I feel like, I mean, you give Casey, like as I've been saying this entire, just give Casey time. When he had time, we had eight. Oh yeah, play, we had eight thirty-plus yard plays. It's amazing. If you give him time, our offense is going to be insane. I mean, it it already is really really good. the The defensive side of the ball needs to step up though. Uh, and I get having Heinrich and um, Reimer out for this game, but uh, oh yeah, still the our pass defense has been doing pretty well. I would I would say the the coverage has been really good. Uh, Purdue didn't have too many uh, great passing plays. There were maybe one or two. There was there was one where it was just a quick slant that we missed a tackle and he scored, which was it was just a stupid thing of just like you went to tackle slash try to get a pass breakup and the guy just spun off of him. And then there was no one backside cover because there was no safety back there for some reason. I forget. I think we were playing one safety or something like that. But uh, anyway, there was, there was one like that. And then really it was uh, the Maccabee kid that was just ate us up 178 rushing yards, I believe. Right. Right. Uh, and that just, you just can't do that. Nebraska only rushed for 122 yards, 60 of that, which is Trey Palmer's end around yep. uh, play. So really we rushed for 62 yards, which is that's that's, that's kind of a problem. Uh, we, we talked about it last week, but Anthony Grant started off really hot, kind of cooled down a little bit. Our offensive line has more to do that, do with that than Anthony Grant does. Um, so I don't know what was going on with the offensive line at the beginning of the year, but I like that run game. Just combine that run game and that offensive line, sort of, not the, I mean, I want the sack problem to be done, but I want the run game uh, there. Just combine that offensive line that could get the runs come and then get the pass game going, and then no one will be able to stop our offense, <laughs> except if they have, like, insane, uh, like, end rushers or whatever like that that can just, I mean... I don't think it takes that great of an end rusher right now to get more than two sacks against his offensive line, but we'll see. Um, yeah, any anything else you want to talk about? Well, uh, you you pointed out a really good, and I should probably spend a little bit of time on that. Uh, you know, our our offense is quick strike, and mm-hmm. as you said, that works against us because we don't run up much clock. You know. Yeah. And when you go, when you had three play drives and. You know, if you throw a 72-yard touchdown pass to one of your receivers, it's like, well, shoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, but 
I, I, I like that we're scoring fast, but yeah, you got to have a run game because we didn't have that and we couldn't stop. You know, we played right into their hands. Uh, Purdue, we couldn't stop them. And then that, that critical play on fourth down, they went for it. I was telling uh, grandma, I said, I said, look out, Nebraska, they're not going to, they're not going to run this. They're going to punt. And they didn't, they ran it because I thought they were just going to try to, you know, jar us offside. And yeah, that was one play because I, uh, there's no doubt in my mind, we would have scored and we would have scored quickly. No, there's no doubt in my mind either. Yeah. Just the way that game was going there. If we get that, if, if we stop them in that fourth down, uh, there's no way that Purdue wins that game because we right. get the ball back. With and they knew minutes. it. They knew yeah, it. They knew it. They knew it too. Uh, and that's Adrian. Like that's where they went for it. Yeah. It, if, they, if they didn't think Nebraska was going to score, they would have punted because they were at, I guess it was at the 50. So not like a huge thing. It was a, well, maybe I could be wrong, but uh, anyway, the, you're not going to go for it on fourth and one in your own half, unless you know that you need to get it to seal. This right. Game. There were three minutes left. Yeah. Who know? Who knows? Like, Three minutes is a long chunk of time to get. If you get that one first down, you can still get stopped at three plays. Don't take three minutes. Right. Even if you run the clock down the entire way, they don't take three minutes. So if you get stopped again, then it's like, oh, shoot. Well, what are we supposed to do now? But <laughs> they they knew. They knew that they had to get that fourth down. Uh, and unfortunately for Nebraska, Adrian O'Connell uh, was had a really, really smart play. Just kept stepping up in the pocket and then realized that he was going to run for it. That coverage downfield was really solid and he was yeah. really smart. Didn't try to force anything. Just took it for himself and, and ran it. And, uh, unfortunately that ne- what ended up being the game. Nebraska outscored Purdue last night in the second half. This is once again, 24, 16. Do you think that the Penn state defense got tired or that, that uh, Trey Palmer was, they just, they didn't have anybody to keep up with his speed. The, Oh, you think that uh, I don't? I think that Trey Palmer just toasted the Purdue defense. Uh, <laughs> I, I honestly think that was it. The 273 receiving yards. I did. I did look at that. 273 receiving yards, uh, which is, I mean, there's nothing else you can really do about that as a a uh, as a team. Like it's just like, oh well, he's or sorry, 237. My fault. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's like. He's such a good athlete. It's yeah. this is insane. I talked about this last week. Trey Palmer had that uh, 70, 70 yard touchdown catch that kind of kick started our momentum against Rutgers last week. It was all game. And this was I, I was talking last week about how I thought last week was Trey Palmer's breakout game. This was Trey Palmer's breakout yeah. game. Uh, setting a school receiving record and the connection between him and Casey Thompson looks really really good the chemistry there they know where he's going to be there's been uh there were a few times where it was like maybe a 25 yard pass or something that casey would fit it into a window that he knew that trey palmer was going to be there and he would throw it before he made the cut all that kind of stuff like that is when you know things are clicking between wide receiver and quarterback uh i know a few weeks ago i was talking about how i like the marcus washington casey thompson connection because they were both at texas together I like this Trey Palmer KC one now just because it's had a little bit more time to develop. You've seen it uh, and it is lethal. Uh, if you have a shutdown corner, I don't think that that, that, that shutdown corner is going to be able to cover Trey Palmer for all four quarters. There's going to be at least a few plays where he gets free. And if we can find him, uh, we can beat we can beat those teams. You know, uh, I just, I think I wanted to correct something that we said earlier. Purdue's uh, ranks number 26 in total defense. 
Wow. He scored 37 points on them at their, you know, crib. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty. I mean, that is, it's just amazing. You look at the time of possession and then you, you could, you could almost factor in, you could, you could say how this game went just by looking at that. It's just insane. I'm, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if you told anyone, hey, you're gonna, if you told Mickey going into this game, hey, you're gonna have the ball for 17 minutes. How many points do you think you're gonna score? <laughs> yeah. He would have been like, uh, probably like 20, like if, yeah. at best. We scored 37 with the ball for 17 minutes. It's insane. That's it's just crazy. I mean, I can't think of I can't I can't think of anything better that would like. The offensive efficiency is just through the roof. The defensive efficiency is through the floor, one might yeah. say. Um, but yeah. uh, we'll see. If we get the defense fixed, uh, this Nebraska team uh, is can, can can definitely go to a bowl game. Uh, I, I think it, it might be able to now, but go ahead. I didn't I didn't see that uh, how bad uh, Luke Reimer's injury or Nick Henrich's in, injuries are. Do you do you have any uh, information on that? No, I I can look it up real quick. Uh, but I I didn't see I didn't see anything about that uh, from like the Nebraska app or anything like that. But let me look it up real quick. I mean, if if those guys can come back, I like our chances of you know maybe making it to a bowl game, which is something we haven't been to in six years. So that would be a, quite an accomplishment. That w- yes, yes. Uh, let's see here. Um. Uh, uh, it doesn't say anything. Hold on. Never mind. Uh, that was a different thing. But anyway, uh, hopefully he gets back into it soon. And uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Newsom also got injured in this game. Quentin Newsom did. He played pretty well. Um, and I mean, oh, sorry. That was Newsom got injured in the Rutgers game. My fault. Uh, I do think Quentin Newsom had a really good game, though. And uh it's it's kind of upsetting that Luke. I can't I can't really find anything about his injury right now. I'll I'll figure that out. We can talk about that next week. But, um, I mean, if we get those guys back, I do like our chances a lot more because uh, those two inside linebackers are kind of the core core of this team. Um, what do you think of Malcolm Hartzog thus far? He's like he was a guy that we didn't really talk about in our DB previews, anything like that. Right. He's kind of burst onto the scene with his he he got he got playing time because of his blocked punt. And then yeah. he got toasted at the beginning of the Rutgers game. And yeah. then they put him back in and he sealed it with an interception today or yesterday, I should say he had an interception at the beginning of the game. What do you, what do you think of his play so far? You know, he's a, he, a year ago, he was playing high school football. He's a true. Yeah. <laughs> How many kids who, you know, or we've heard of who, who couldn't assume that not a red shirt, you know, he's not a red shirt freshman. He's a true freshman. So you gotta, he's a special athlete. Uh I mm-hmm. thought it was interesting they, they moved Tommy uh, Hill from um, his DB position, and now he was returning kicks, punts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that's a demotion because he looked pretty good. We have we've had yeah. no. I mean, our return game has been terrible. At least we have. I don't know what the the yardage was, but at least we had something there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He did look good returning kicks. Um, I mean. I don't think I would imagine that is a demotion because if you're getting play, I don't think he was playing that badly though. So I don't understand why they would try to, why would, why they would want to demote him for that. I don't think he was playing that terribly. Maybe there's something else going on that we don't know about, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't know why that would be why, why they would just choose to demote him like that. Uh, but we'll see. I don't know. Um, yeah. And maybe, and then, maybe Hartsog is just out playing him. 
Maybe. I I don't know. I mean, but starting a freshman over a yeah over Tommy Hill who transferred from ASU uh, who played against Oregon's wide receivers. I kind of like I feel like maybe Tommy Hills was not that good. I don't know. Uh but well I I thought he was playing pretty well. Uh, anyway, uh, I did I did do the math. When we had the ball, we would score 2 points a minute. Yeah. So, it's right. pretty dang good. <laughs> so, uh but um yeah, as I said, we need to get that that 42 minute thing uh fixed because Purdue scoring, I mean, Purdue would score about one point a minute. So we were outscoring them. And uh, I just, I, I feel like I just came up with like a new measurement of speed of something that's like points per points per minute. Uh, wow. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, I mean, there's a lot to take away from this game. And uh, there's, a, there's a lot that we can try to draw from this game that really wasn't there. Uh, but, but what the major takeaway I think is that one, our offense efficiency is going to help us a lot. Uh, two, our run, our run game needs some help. Uh, definitely. Uh, three, the offensive line needs to get things fixed, and then four, the defense needs to be able to stop the run. I wonder if this bye week that we have coming up next week is. I think it has to be. It's coming at a great time. Sometimes you don't want the bye weeks because you, if you're winning and you're you got some, you know, momentum, you don't want to you know have the the week off. But so. Uh, Mickey Joseph gave the team off today, Sunday, and I think that's probably what they need. They're, they're battered up, beat up, and and every team this time of year is. Yeah. So, but I think in Nebraska's case, I'm hoping, hoping at least that 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 pays dividends two weeks. Well, on the 29th when Illinois comes to town. Yeah, I hope so too, and I I think it will. I I, I hope that uh, either one of Luke Reimer and Nick Heinrich either one of them could be back. If just, they're both leaders on that defense too, which that's, that's what the part of the problem is too, because they're good players. Like I, I think they're important to the way we play uh, and, and they're, they make big plays when we need them, but they're also that leader that will get everyone locked in. Garrett Nelson's still there, which uh, he's been playing really, really well this season. And uh, I, I think that those guys just need, if, if we can get those guys back, then we can, sort of get back to normal on defense hopefully and get some problems fixed out because Garrett Nelson's kind of the only captain left on that defense, I guess. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll see no, Illinois coming to town on uh, the 29th. So in two weeks, but this by our bye weeks this year have been really, really well timed. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that like they fired frost. Uh, he gets, I mean, they fired frost Mickey Joseph's first game is against Oklahoma and then we get a bye week. And then we see that Mickey, we see Mickey's impact. Then we get another bye week. We'll see Mickey's impact even more, I think. Uh, hopefully on the defensive yeah, side, that's, because we be saw it on the offensive yeah. uh, after the first bye week. So hopefully, um, if if things are continuing how they have been doing. Uh, but anything else you have to say about this game, Grandpa? No, I'm just. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get together next week and talk about uh, yeah, talk discuss about discuss Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Cool. Does Does Illinois have a bye week next week? I don't think they do. I do not believe so either. Let me double check. Uh, it looks, I think they're playing. Uh, no, they do have a bye week next week as well. Oh, oh so okay. We will both be coming off a bye. 
but still, I think that Nebraska benefits more from this buy than Illinois does. I don't think Illinois really has to fix that much. Just from what I've seen, I don't watch Illinois football because it's yeah. kind of boring. Uh, but I mean, they beat Iowa nine to six, so yeah. From that. <laughs> um, but Iowa games usually tend to be very low scoring, and you score field goals, and that's how you win the game. Uh, but anyway, I, I think that this game will be interesting. We'll definitely talk about it more next week. We t- touched on it a little bit today, but we'll definitely talk about it more next week. Uh, anything you have to say here before we wrap it up? Grandpa? Nope. Just go big red. All right. And uh, tell and your we'll, friends, tell your yeah, friends, tell, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell Illinois fans, tell them how badly Nebraska's <laughs> offense is going to beat them. Uh, predict how much possession time we're going to have. Is it going to be higher or lower than 17 minutes? Maybe 12 minutes. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Can Illinois have the ball for 59 minutes of the game and Nebraska yeah. still scores 47 points. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you want to send us any emails with questions or takes that you guys have, you can send those into hbthpodcast at protonmail.com. That's hbthpodcast at protonmail.com. Or uh, you can send them into huskerdan at cox.net. Uh, Grandpa's got his articles up on Husker, Net, Husker Max and uh, all Huskers uh, on, on SB Nation. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's one about one every week. Yeah. Uh, and I definitely read them before the show, so uh, just so you know. But uh, yeah, they're they're pretty good. Uh, anyway, uh, so if you want to check out more Husker coverage, you can go there. Uh, and then uh, yeah, if you want to leave us a voicemail, let me get the the uh, hold up real quick. Hold on, I always forget the number. So, if you give um, the wrong number, somebody in you know, yeah, someone just calls someone random. <laughs> All right. If you want to give us a call, that number is going to be 970-743-0575. That is 970-743-0575. Uh, and you can just leave us a voicemail on there. We'll stick them in the show. Uh, we'll at least listen to them. Uh, I can guarantee you that. It, we haven't had any yet, so uh, we will probably put it in the show. Uh, so, uh, yeah, just if you if you want to leave us a call and uh, or I guess leave us a voicemail. You don't leave anyone a call. Uh, but anyway, we will talk to you guys next week. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Uh, go uh hmm, what should we say we go to a uh well i don't know there i get these all these notifications that you get cheaper gas at sap bros if nebraska runs for a certain (laughs) amount of yardage so go to sap bros and tell people to listen to the podcast (laughs) we'll talk to you guys next week go big red